fuck is this? I have an icon that says it's party time. Just as a random aside, I think everybody has a fan in the in the Discord now except Eldrin. Wow, okay. Everyone just secretly admires Eldrin, okay? So secretly that they don't even know they have the secret. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Moyle doesn't have a fan, does he? Everybody loves that fucking bear, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that's gonna chalk this episode up as being fun-sized. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre-, mid-, and post-show announcements, at least until I go through my multiversal transfiguration and come back as somebody probably genuinely more likable or, I don't know, fit or with more hair or... I, you know, can y'all just pretend to like the new guy less for a little bit? Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. So episode 38, it's boss fight time, y'all. The gang goes up against the Guardian of Moyle's Stabilizing Agent. If you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We always sincerely appreciate you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedules. And as always, a special thank you to our patrons whose investment helps us improve the show, offer more content, and buy all the extra name tags we'll need for all the different versions of ourselves that'll be appearing on the show. Be sure to hang out after the episode to find out exactly what rewards they're getting, besides a very well-deserved feeling of moral superiority. I mean, they were asked why pay for the cow when you get the milk for free at which point they promptly responded this is a podcast you weirdo get out of my kitchen quick reminder gimme the loot is not a family-friendly podcast due to a mix of profanity fantasy violence and gore and crude humor any specific content warnings will be in the show notes below finally before we get into the episode covid is still an issue so take care mask up get vaccinated if you haven't already get your booster, get your kids vaccinated. Remember, your actions not only ensure that you've got the best chance of making it through this, they benefit the community around you. doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the party of five. Here's your chance. All right, so run run me off your initiatives in intro order. I rolled a 22. Uh, I rolled a 15. I also rolled a 15. And Jazz Fate rolled a 14. And then Baba? A 24 on a crit. Goddamn, Baba critting all night long. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so right now it is Baba, Todd, then Moyle, then Eldrin, and Faith. Please do not call me Moyle. My name is N3RD. Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the uh, Guardian gets an eleven. So he's roll. He's last in the order. Well, he is last in the order for his main action, but there are some other things that will happen at initiative 20. Oh, boy. Welcome to the big leagues, kids. Baba, you're up. What do you mean initiative 20? That's when layer actions happen. 
Did you say it was on the ground? Like the vines shoot down from various points on the dome to that center island that wrap around the pentahedron, encapsulating it almost as if it were the beating heart of this beast. And then it rises up. A huge beast uh, rears up and it flaps its caricature of wings and then leans its skull forward. It's, you know, it's got flames for eyes, but those actually seem to be charring the vine around it. It you know looks like it's breathing, but it's really just this wind, this elemental force rippling through its chest but yes it is on the ground currently in the center island how far away from me is it it is 30 feet away from you so i'll I'll rage and then i'm running in okay boom and i will attack wow that's an 11 okay go ahead and give me your other attack all right and a 10 two pretty solid misses (laughs) so i run up and like slushing through the water is just like too much for me it's like a drag and like water splashing up in my face and like i I just swing in wildly and miss completely (laughs) on both hits i just it's like the anti-reckless swinging (laughs) (laughs) all right it looks down at you and huffs and a little cloud of gravel and dust pour out of its nose and you can feel a sense of elemental disdain trickle down on top of you that brings us to toddington what do you got buddy all right so i'm gonna move up to get into crossbow range okay he right now he is 40 feet so i just need to get up to about 15 feet you advance into the lake trudging into the water yeah and i'm gonna trudge into the water about 15 feet from where i'm at 30 feet from the um from the the bad guy okay and then i'm going to fire my crossbow todd real quick make a wisdom saving throw for me what am i doing that for because the DM said it. Because your dungeon master asked you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> this is enough. Todd, shooting at this thing with a crossbow bolt, it would be way more badass for you to run up there and hit it with Echo in the short sword. Go ahead and advance up to him and attack with Echo in your other short sword, please. As you feel a compulsion in your head going, oh do it, oh. do it, what? do it. Okay, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I don't understand what just happened, but... Your, your relationship with Echo is a two-way street, Todd. But your relationship with the DM is a one-way street. Of course. <laughs> give me give me your roll to hit with Echo. All right. 17. That does not hit. Ooh, okay. And um okay. <laughs> give me your give me your offhand attack. 23. Oh my god. You start to position yourself strategically and reach for your hand crossbow and you feel this overwhelming urge to really show this thing who's boss. Because, I mean, look, Baba went up and whiffed. He definitely did. <laughs> this is your time to fucking shine. And in the back of your head, you do it, Todd. Make me proud, Todd. We could do th- We could do this. And you rush forward and... Now, with Echo, uh, the first attack misses, and I come back with my other short sword and do a, a slice across the belly of this beast. Wow. For 15 points of damage. Okay. You thought you had drawn your other short sword. Oh, no. But what you realize is a second Echo has materialized in your other hand. What? Ooh. Echo has now duplicated itself and will be operating as both of your short swords going forward. So you can add your Echo bonus into both of your short swords and you hear in unison god damn right todd that's stepping up where we go let's let's really fucking do this thing for a change let's do this all right that brings us to moyle um excuse excuse me uh magical uh narrator in the sky uh my name is not moyle it is in 3rd if you could please and 3rd yes here go uh well <laughs> i would like to 
Uh, First, take 20 psychic points of damage for breaking the fourth wall. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was good. I don't know about this Moyle guy, but I am in 3RD. So if you could please address me correctly, I would greatly appreciate it. Fantastic. What's your move? I will be casting at a second level a guiding bolt towards this sucker. I, I'm going to get you. I'm going to attack you. Uh, zing. Oh. I will walk 30 feet, be 30 feet from the beast, and cast Guiding Bolt, which should send a zinger towards this fella. All right. Roll it. No, it's a 10. How does N3RD cast his Guiding Bolt? I know Moyle was fond of his staff and everything, and I know I know N3RD picked up Moyle's hammer. Did N3RD pick up any else of Moyle's gear? Uh, only the hammer. Only the hammer. It was a pair of positive hammers. They were just healing hammers. You, you got a pair of positive hammers, you have a two-handed war hammer, and you had leather armor you could have picked up as well. I did not. I only picked up the... The uh, brother hammers. I think he did. I think I saw him pick it up. I th- I swear he picked up that armor. I I did not pick up the armor. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, so I should let me remove that real quick. Oh my god! You did pick up all the hammers, though, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. I uh, shoot a zinger right between the uh, the vines. It's made of vines, right? Yeah. But the uh, it comes uh, uh, straight from my metal uh, fingers, like uh, spaghetti out spaghetti out the nails. And it harmlessly zings past the vines. That brings us to Eldrin, your shot. All right. Eldrin is going to move, uh, staying on the outside of the uh, water to the like center of the lake, but not like on the outside. So so you're moving along the shore of the shallow lake? Yeah, right along the shore towards basically like dead center of the, of the outside of the circle. Yeah. So I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on the dragon, and then I'm going to attack with my longbow. Okay. Oh, that's a crit on the first one. Oh, that's a big crit. All right. Good Good start. And that's a 27 on the second one. Okay. Both of those will hit. All right. So Eldrin, at the edge of the water, steps back, takes a deep breath, and aims right towards the dragon's neck for the first shot and uh, shoots an arrow directly uh, through the neck. And then the second shot, he aims more towards the belly and zings it right into the chest of the dragon for 38 points of damage. That first shot barrels into the dragon's neck and it explodes the neck. And for a second there, you're like, oh my God, he fucking decapitated the dragon. It's another, (laughs) he shot the tetrahedron moment, but immediately the vines regrow back into place. But there was that second, you're like, oh, fucking A, Eldrin one shot the boss, y'all. But it did not, (laughs) it did not happen. Reality set right back in. And as that second arrow zings into its chest, you guys all can feel it tink off. Moyle stabilizing agent. And there is a, a grinding of flint on your soul as it comes into contact with it. No, you don't take any damage. It just feels like, uh, but yeah, that was a excellent, excellent turn. Oh dear, my circuits. Fate, what you got? Burn it. Fate will immediately be moving. Okay, I'm sorry. Real quick, before before you do that, the elemental dragon is going to use a legendary action. It draws its wings back and begins to beat them. And again, these things are viney, wickery, insubstantial wings in certain portions. So it doesn't so much seem as if they are catching the wind and pushing it forward. It's almost as if the wind is channeling and coalescing out of it. I'm going to need 
Todd and Baba to give me dexterity saving throws. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Dex save. Come on, dex save. Danger sense apply here? Yeah, danger sense would apply. That's a good one. It's an 18. Does not pass. Does not, what does not, does do what? Welcome to the fucking big leads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then I don't pass either. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't do that? Those two 18s aren't going to do it. It is a DC 19 dexterity saving throw. You each take 10 points of damage. Baba, you can half that to five. Uh, can I half that to five? Uncanny dodge? You can use your reaction to uncanny dodge and half that to five as well. You are also knocked prone. So you're knocked on your ass, and as you fall down into the swampy water, you get wet and clunk your tailbone on some gnarly roots that were hidden down in there for five points of damage each. Now, Fate, your go. Okay, so that, that 10 was a one. You said that 10 was a one. It was the lowest he could roll. It's red. Oh, It's 2d6 plus seven damage. Um, And we haven't even gotten to the boss element of this fight yet. This is now just a big beastie fight. It's about to get weird, y'all. I don't... You go, Fate. I was... All right. I'm scared now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to shoot with my crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fate's going to cast Firebolt at the Vine Monster. Okay. Did you say Bolt? Firebolt, yes. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> because, you know, reasons. And that's a 22 to hit. 22 will hit. For 11 points of fire damage. Okay. So Fate runs out to his left. You know, he's switching sports. Now he's playing football. So he, he kind of side shuffles out there, conjures up the bolt in his hand, and then as soon as he hits his spot, he plants and then and he throws that firebolt and it lands just a little bit to the side of that bolt or the arrow that uh, Eldrin put in the dragon's neck. The dragon looks your way and nods, which brings us to the elemental dragon's turn. You feel a pulse begin to build up within it. There's almost like a the whine of an engine turbine kicking on. And then there is a wave that pulses out that fills the entire dome. Everybody but Moyle, because Moyle, as it hits you, you feel something blossom inside you. An attunement to the planet you haven't felt since you were a child. A link to the very core of the planet itself. And this infusion of elemental chaos passes over over you harmlessly. However, the rest of you are now infected with a chaotic infusion that is a stacking debuff that will go up by one every round. No, wow fight. <laughs> and it will continue to go plus one, plus one, plus one. So right now, everybody other than Moyle has minus one to all their rolls. It will continue to stack every round until you are healed for even one point of damage will clear the debuff on you. When you are healed, that will cause the elemental chaos to explode out of you and you will take damage based off of the amount of debuff that had been built up. So okay. it is critical that you are healed on a regular basis and it is critical that you evaluate who you are letting stack up to which level of debuff more than the other. Okay. For example, if you let five stacks of the debuff build up on fate and then you heal him, it's going to be very bad for fate as opposed to if you let it build up to Baba. There will be a random elemental aspect to it. So... Todd's fire resistance or Baba's uh, resistances may play into it. 
Again, Moyle, you are completely ineffective. So right now, everybody is at minus one on their two hit rolls and saving throws and ability checks. If Moyle were to heal you right now, you would take a certain amount of damage that will reveal if and when that happens. There is a max level that it hits and then it will explode automatically. I am not going to tell you what that is off the top. That's actually the dragon's action this turn. So uh, that is going to do it for him. That will bring us back around to the top of the order. We, we didn't turn on the, the psychic link, did we? I was about nope. to say, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm going to need more to spling those hammers like it's nobody's business. We can talk. <laughs> like, this is far enough we can just yell at each other. Yeah. You guys can talk. You can shout at each other. Yeah. And this thing, despite giving oh, fate wow. a wink to make him freak out, doesn't appear to have displayed any exceptional amount of intelligence. You guys, some of you know the dragons are very smart. This thing's not talking. It's very much operating like an elemental construct that is formed to defend the stabilizing agent, which you guys are there to collect. So, Baba, your turn. Cool. On my turn, I will recklessly attack a lot. Okay. 20. Okay. That will hit. Is it 19 or is it 20 still? I'm, a, like, I'm still trying to understand how the, the minus one is it minus one on everything now. Yeah, it would be, that would be a 19. That would still hit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I will roll again to see if I crit on the first attack and I don't, I'll, I'll just roll for the second attack as well. Sure. Uh, 19 and I'll roll again to see if I crit and I don't. All right. So again, with the minus one, that second attack wouldn't miss. Mm. Oh, it's 18. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, after slashing earlier, like now I'm just going to stab in. I'm, so I stab with the uh, first hit and I get some traction, and, but I try and stab again and it, it hits, but like clinks off of the outer shell. It doesn't really do any damage, but it hits right on there. And now my, my spirit guardians are running up the backside of the tail and trying to get in its face. Okay. Except for the old lady. She disapproves. <laughs> As you feel your spirit guardians fan out, you kind of look and in the back corner of the dome, Baba, you can see like a cluster of spectral kobolds sitting and watching in the fight and they make eye contact with you and knock their heads like, oh shit, this dude can see us. And they, they, you can't hear them. They're not doing anything, but they appear to start cheering you on a little bit. There's these weird ghost kobolds that you can clock now that seem to be trapped in this bubble that have begun cheering you on as your, your spirit vision kicks in. Also, as a free action, I want to yell, uh, I need you to move closer so I can protect you. Who are you yelling that at? Out. Any, anyone who's far away. Oh, okay. You see the spirit kobolds do that. Me? Are you talking to us? Are you talking like doing the, the what? Is you and us? You want to sell? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They start kind of trotting over towards you. My protection has a range. <laughs> okay. Todd, your go, buddy. Todd's going in with the, with the, with Echo. With Echoes. First one. Will a 27 or minus 126 hit? A 26 will hit. All right. So we use our sneak attack damage. A lot of dice. Not a lot of work. Uh, that six, six, 16 so total. total. Okay. And give me your second hit with echo again. Those echoes. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. A 27. Hex. 26. God damn. Another 26. All right. So two to another 26. Give me just regular damage, not sneak attack, obviously. All right. So yeah. 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 Nine. If those echoes is not the name of your new swords. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that 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 is good. <laughs> Dos echoes. Uh, and I am really disappointed that I've locked myself in into doing double echo fucking <laughs> sound effects on my voice every time I every time I talk is echo now. I've got to twin this shit. Way to go. Make your editing job harder, buddy. So it's 25 altogether. Oh, now that I'm, I'm, I'm wielding those echoes. I am just, just kind of just like with both hands at the same time. Like if you were going to do like a decapitation move, but just like making an X on the body. X lashes. X going to give it to you? X going to give it to you. <laughs> you hear it. You going to give it to you. <laughs> Twinned out from the. What? From uh, your two blades. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I just, I just, if Todd does the X thing, but he doesn't do it in a fashion that actually makes it in a T or like a plus sign, like if it's not a T, you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't be an X. It's got to be a T. The top. Oh, yeah. It's a T, T slash. <laughs> Todd does a T slash. I'm going to Todd capitate this motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> Wow, time really flies when the guys are stabbing and shooting shit. So, hey gang, this is going to be a little shorter of an episode than normal. We normally record in about a three-hour chunk that then gets split into two episodes and edited down, which is what we did for this particular episode, but as we got into the back half, there was a big honking chunk of it that was just people adding numbers together. And despite a very strong math elite base in our listenership, we love you guys. We really don't get the fucking towel folding thing. Is it geometry? Is it like, like, is it all about the isosceles triangle? Anyway, uh, we typically do edit that stuff out. And when we did and the dust settled on this episode, it was a little bit trimmer than normal. So no promises, but we'll try and supersize the next campaign episode so that you guys can close out this boss fight with the next one. Announcements. Harlan continues to pop up as a guest on the pop-up film cast and over on Three Angry Gamers, Jamie is serving up all the video game news you could ever need. Be sure to check him out over there. We're streaming over at Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Central. And you know what? A whole bunch of other nights too. We are really close to making Twitch affiliate. We've decided to go ahead and make the effort to get over that threshold. So we will be streaming seven nights a month. Every week, Thursday, 7.30 like clockwork or clockwork-ish depending upon how soon the guests load into the building. The other nights will be largely dependent upon the other cast members' availability and projects that we have going at the time. Those extra nights might be a fight night. They might be a guest quest, depending upon what we've got going on for that month. They may be an extra party of five. They may be Jamie and Andrew playing Baldur's Gate 2 or me playing Baldur's Gate 3. There's going to be a, a lot of different stuff out there. So extremely important to head over to social media and get us followed and to follow on Twitch so that you get the notification when we go live. Uh, we are, of course, back on that bi-weekly release schedule for the campaign missions with DM splainings and guest quests back in the podcast feed on off weeks. Gang, we had an incredible January for guests on guest quests. And again, I want to say an, an absolute a big thank you to Todd Stashwick. Head over to thenerdcircus.com. Check out the cool stuff he's got for sale there. It's some groovy gear. He was super cool to come on our show and chat with us for a bit. Show him some love. Another big thank you to Jeremy Cobb with Three Black Halflings, who was kind enough to not only help us out with our charity event last year, but then to come back to help us kick off fight nights this year and put the guys through their paces in a special thing-inspired one-shot-slash-fight. Evan Robillet, 
of Critical Hit Improv, a local comedy show. Well, if you're outside of the Austin area, you can't necessarily go and see his show. Be sure to give Evan a follow on all the socials. Check out those show notes, man. That's where we keep all the good shit. And show him your support. And then finally, of course, Mr. B. Dave Walters, a incredibly gracious guest who does so many fantastic projects, even if he is wrong about which is the worst Star Wars. Wonderful, wonderful creator. So many amazing projects. You know, look, get over and check out what he's doing on Invitation to Party with G4. You know, I'll be honest with you. I love D&D. I love tabletop streams. I can't watch a ton of them. But what he's doing with that show and, you know, melding the improv elements on that set and the different stuff that they're doing is incredibly engaging and absolutely worth checking out. So again, thank you to all our incredible guests. As a way of saying thank you, the best thing our supporters could do is get over there Give them the extra follows on social media. Check out the cool stuff on their shops. Tune into their content. Your participation in our guest content is what keeps them coming back. Hey, while you're out there in the internet, swing on through the socials at GMDLCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, mostly Twitter, to get the notifications of when we're going live and other cool updates. And yeah, get over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and rate, review, and subscribe. Spotify users, you just got the ability to click on stars. Apple Podcast listeners, you still can do reviews. I'm going to swing through that review bin for the next announcements and pick one out to read. So if if you're not a patron and you want to hear me shout out you for giving us a review and saying nice things or bad things, talking about how terrible Todd is or how incredible the voice actor for Echo is, whatever you have to say, go over, leave the review, rate, subscribe, follow, do all the things that podcasts normally ask you to do. I know it's a broken record thing, but hey, it makes a huge difference in our show's visibility by telling those algorithms that we're important, which, you know, look, a lot of people figure out which show they should listen to next thanks to those algorithms. We're locking in our guests for February, so expect some announcements on that front soon. That'll do it. Back to the show. That brings us to Moyle. All right, so Moyle, here's how the Brother Hammers work if you were to choose them. So remember, you've got your Brother Hammers. They do 1d6 healing with each hit. If you are within melee range, you will automatically hit the person that you are targeting. If you they have a thrown range up to 60 feet, if you are throwing them at somebody to heal them, you have to roll a 11 or higher on a flat d20 roll. And do I know that the, this sort of weird energy thing is affecting them? Yeah, you can see it, Moyle. When okay. it bounded out, it was a sickly, multicolored wave that flashed through all the colors of the elements, and it washed over you, but you can see that there's this residue in them that seems to be pulsing and growing, and instinctively, through your link to the planet, you know that this is this is wrong. This will hurt your team. And since I have two hammers, two uh, positive uh, brother hammers, can I throw both out and hit two different targets? Yeah. And it's an action to throw one and you can throw the other one as a bonus action. So you can throw two per round okay. or walk up and hit people with them twice per round. If he throws both, does that mean they don't come back though? Uh, no, I, no, they would, they would both come back. Okay. They would both come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the situation he had with the negative hammers, the positive hammers always return. 
Gotcha. I mean, if you really want me to fuck you over, Jamie, I'll do that. I mean, I mean. Nope, nope, no, nope, 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 nope. Just making sure. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. My allies are in trouble. I must assist them. I will throw out my, uh, these brother hammers at Tadius, the uh, lamiest. <laughs> what? And uh, let's see. Throw. Wait. Did, what do you want me to do? A D6? If you're throwing it at him, you got to hit him. So roll a D20. D20. And get an 11 or higher. It uh, zings right by his ear. Should we go really bad and say it hits the dragon? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) If you you crit one, it it will. Okay. I like that. Todd, you hear the sound of salvation go zinging past your ear and flying back. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we're totally going to heal you with this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it wasn't meant for Todd. I'll... Try another one on this uh, furry fella, Baba. He's been helpful. He's a strong man. He could use the the help. Uh, and uh, roll another d20. And uh, with a 17, it uh, smacks him right in the nose. How did, I'm f- you're behind me. <laughs> you're behind me. Definitely behind him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. No, no, he, he's going to hit you on the way back. No, there you go. When it's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a constitution saving throw, Baba, and roll a d6 for healing there, Moyle. Oh, two. 26 on the con saving roll. Baba, you are healed for two points of damage, but then as it explodes out, you take one point of chaos damage as that infection kind of explodes in you as as Moyle pops. It's like a, almost like a cyst popping. You can feel it bleed into your system a little bit. I know there's been a lot of cyst imagery this episode, folks. I apologize, but that's where we're at. Full Dr. Pimple popping. <laughs> Seriously. A lot, of, a lot of pimple popping. You you pop the chaos pimple inside Baba and you take one point of damage, Baba. Uh, so yes, that's a D6 of damage for every stack. Constitution saving throw for half damage. That's Moyle's turn. Unless Moyle, you want to move anywhere? I know, but quick question in regards to this sort of ooze or whatever that surrounds each of these members. Since I sort of healed Baba, will he still be taking in this uh, psychic energy or this negative energy now, or is that over? Stack is gone. On the dragon's round, another wave will pulse out automatically, which means Baba is reset okay. to one. Everybody else will tick up to two. Okay. You should probably move close to me and me and uh, so you don't have to aim at us anymore. Oh, good idea. <laughs> I will move closer to the dragon. I will move uh, 10 feet closer to the dragon. That's called metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to get in melee range. What? <laughs> well, but I still got these guys on the outer edge. They, they got to get close to us. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry. It, it, don't worry. It's about to get worse. There we go. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that brings us to Eldrin. All right. So Eldrin is going to move about 35 feet inwards towards the center of the circle uh, of the lake. Eldrin yells out to Moyle uh, to maybe get the heels on the squishier guys first and let the stack get a little bit bigger on the tankier guys because he can take more damage than we can. I can. (laughs) Excuse me, Eldrin. My name is N3RD. Sorry, N3RD. Can you try to prioritize (laughs) Uh, he's kind of squishy, and uh, I, I have hit points now, but I'll let you know if it gets bad. Uh, but we should try to keep the stacks, like, even on everyone as best as possible. Maybe let Baba's get a little bit bigger, because he can take the damage a little bit better. Sounds like you're being a real team player. Uh, just my two cents. I would spread out a little bit, uh, 
just so that if any exploding damage that comes out of us doesn't hit other people anyways, I'm going to attack now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action to engage my planar warrior. Okay. I'm going to kneel down and take another shot at the dragon's head with my longbow. That's a 27, which brings it to a 26. That will hit. And a, come on. Ooh, a crit. Ooh, Jesus, another one. Okay. So yeah, the, the first one's a 27, second one's a crit. Unfortunately, Planar Warrior's only on that first one, right? That is correct. The Planar Warrior does not come in, but I will, I will, I will, uh... Roll your two damages. It was a 21 and a 22. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 43 points of damage total? Yeah, 43. What? What? Jesus. I hate being more. I want some cool attacks. <laughs> the first shot, Eldrin lines up trying to aim at the dragon's eye, and he <laughs> nails him right in the eye socket. The second shot, he is going to go for the dragon's mouth and shoot an arrow straight down his throat for a total of 43 points of damage. Yeah, your first shot with Planar Warrior obliterates its head, fucking blows it to pieces, and then you zip that arrow, not just down its gullet. Unfortunately, again, the head immediately reforms, and it's a really cool moment. Like, oh my god, Eldrin two-shot the boss. Oh, <laughs> oh Eldrin did not. Oh, hooray! Oh, hooray! Paris is foiled again. How much head points does this thing have? I mean, that a lot. More than that. That's going to go ahead and be legendary action time. It whips forward a viney tail at you, Baba. A 14. Does a 14 hit? I'm sorry. What? I'm, I'm screwing myself over. Oh. He, he has advantage on that. Oh, okay. Here we go. Second shot there. Oh, he's got disadvantage against everyone except for you, right? No, because I, I, I recklessly. Because reckless. Yeah, he recklessly attacks. So 25 on the second shot there. Yeah, that definitely hits. God damn it. <laughs> I, I, I know it's going to screw myself over. 23 points of damage. Oh, maximum. Wow. Max damage. Max damage. I'm sorry. It's a max damage roll halved down to 11 points of damage. So this thorny tail whips out Baba and grows spikes on it as it lashes for you and just slams into your chest, both piercing you and then wrapping around and abrading you as it retreats. It's bad, man. It's like when you're gardening and you go to grab and pull something out and you didn't realize it was this thorn vine and you grab that by your hand and yank back and you just feel those thorns gripping and tearing through your flesh. It's gardening imagery, y'all. Oh. <laughs> you're good, buddy. So I'm sitting here trying to not pee on myself. So what we're going to do then is we're going to cast another fire. No, not going to fire bolt. We're going to go ahead and fire ball because everybody yeah. else is out here down, dropping massive amounts of damage. And I was afraid previously <laughs> of course you were after we shot it and everybody got hurt i was like oh are we gonna hurt ourselves if we keep trying to kill this thing but everybody else has been blowing chunks out of it and now we're good to go so fireball okay over here judging me i see y'all i'm just gonna go ahead and burn one of its legendaries resistances it automatically succeeds on its saving throw so go ahead and roll damage and he'll take half oh, oh shit all righty why can't we get cool stuff you're not like a that. dragon? <laughs> Dude, Eldrin just did 43 <laughs> fucking points of damage. I don't want to hear any shit about anything. He did 38 the first time. Yeah, and Todd, <laughs> don't you have an attack that's a fistful of dice too? <laughs> not yet. It's not a fistful just yet. Oh, that's just, uh, that's just fate. I'll say, you just have a bunch of damage like four times during this session. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, listen. <laughs> All right, so that is uh, 24 points of damage to have to 12, Fate. You're not moving or anything, Fate? Yeah, he's going to move. <laughs> Damn it, he didn't move. Uh, he didn't move. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
paints fireball washes over the dragon and you can see the vines singe and crisp in and then flake off and new growth or a place where it does it does seem a little bit smaller because of that vines shoot in towards the dragon from the dome and it begins to grow in size which pushes you guys back as it enlarges you guys are shoved back as the dragon almost triples in size now and takes up the entire center as more vines pour into it. Oh. It shoots two vines down into the water surrounding you, and you, there's this pulse of electricity as the pond water is now electrified. You hear Hans Schnitzelgarden go, Oh, fuck, guys, that's not good. Um, let me... Uh, eat, uh, and he sticks his tongue down into the ground and you feel some rumbling. Remember, he uh, talked about being bonded to the elemental plane of life and he causes these giant lily pads to plip up out of the swamp. And now there are nine giant little lily pads that you can hop up onto and get yourself out of the electrified water. If you are in the water, you will automatically take damage on your turn. You guys can hop from lily pad to lily pad fairly easily. Clustering up on one lily pad may or may not be a good idea. Spreading out moving around from lily pad to lily pad. There might be a reason that there's nine of them. Uh, if you're not getting wild WoW raid vibes yet, now would be a good time to get them. And that will be the dragon's turn. Am I in the water now? You are currently in the water, Todd. Yes. Am I the only one in the water? Like, like... No, Moyle is also in the water. I'm in the water, yeah. Yeah, Moyle is also in the water. Fate is not. So it may be good that Fate didn't move up. Everybody's chaotic infusion ticks up one. So, Baba, you're at one. Everybody else is now at two, except for Moyle. If I'm not mistaken, I... Don't I? Oh, no, wait, wait. I thought I have resistance to... Yeah, I have lightning resistance. Yes, you do. Okay. Did that did that carry over? It, yeah, that, that's a pentahedron ability, not a dragonborn ability. So you lost yes. your resistance to acid damage mm -hmm. with your mm -hmm. dragonborn body, but you retain the lightning resistance. Now, keep in mind, right. not lightning immunity. You would still take half damage for being in okay. the electrified water. But I don't I don't have a immunity to acid, but I do have now immunity to... What was it? Poison, I believe? Poisons, yeah. And you don't need to breathe. Either. We're still exploring what that body does. My body is a wonderland. Oh, boy. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed it is. So as we stand now, you guys infected with elemental chaos, the danger level ticks up to everybody. The giant elemental dragon has moved into phase two of the fight. You guys having done, well, Eldrin really having done a massive amount of damage to it and everybody else having had an impressive showing uh, N3RD making efforts to heal everybody. But that's where we're going to end this session. Okay, look, they made it past the easy part of the fight. Woohoo. Trust me, this dragon's just getting warmed up. Although really technically warmed up is not applicable because it's not like a red dragon. There's not a fire thing going on here. And is electricity really warm? I mean, it does cause electric burns. But this is not where I was going with this. Anyway, time to thank our Patreon supporters and show off what they get for supporting the Party of Five. So thank you to, I bet we can get Turner to say some really crazy shit about yarn in our patron names. Todd promises to T-slice up some limes with his Dos Ecos for your Dos Equis. Also, this is a reminder, anybody who would like us to show for them, possibly a beer company that's looking to tap into a very lucrative market, Dos Equis people, call your boy. Bart, Brian, Bryce, Dreken, Eric, Ken, Arobe Nikki, Lady Kiva Lagos is my spirit guide, Luke, Miles, Synth Toaster, Moyle's got a healing hammer with your name on it. 
And you'd think he would go to the trouble to actually carve them in to the handles, but he wrote them in Sharpie, which admittedly, permanent marker. But a lot of people don't know this. Shaft wax will take up permanent marker. And now it's just a big batch of inky smudges that he's wiped all over the place. It's a whole thing, but thank you. Gair the Sleepy Norwegian, Jogen, Thomas Jacob, Tor, Arn, Michelson. Eldrin dedicates the next three dragon heads that he ineffectually blows off in your honor. Bill, Joshua, for you, fate's going to find a way to wrap a fireball around a fire bolt, but that's probably going to just turn into an M80, so be careful, guys. You need your fingers. Zork Fox, Saganadao, Matt Ross Jones, new Baba Bro Ben, and Alpha Patron Lee. I'm toying with Bob up a dang a dicky 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 No, nope, that's not it. Nope. Ba 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 da da dang da dang diggy diggy. Might be a workable alternate. I mean, it would go simply on the back of a t shirt a little bit easier, but you know, it also is a Kid Rock reference and fuck that guy. Anyway, when it comes time to stand in front of a giant wicker dragon, Bob is going to make sure that you're safely behind him. So, hey, what is this fine? And it has been clinically shown that our Patreon supporters are at least one percentile above average when it comes to level of attractiveness. I don't, I, it's math, folks. And we've established how important math is to some of you folks back in the mid-show announcements. People get for supporting the Party of Five, access to special video content like a horde mode that we play tested this month and we'll be doing a little bit more with next month. The Hunter's Party, a supernatural rewatch show with a D&D homebrew twist, including a future episode that features a haunted racist truck. They also get extra world lore, episode outtakes, the MVP after show, swag, and some of them are even going to get a chance to play with some of the Party of Five. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash gmdlcast for more details. But hey, we get everybody can't support financially right now. Absolutely understand it. Shit's weird, y'all. You still can help the show. Go out, tell somebody about the podcast. I'm sorry, let me clarify. Go recommend the podcast to somebody. If I've been saying this and you guys have been going and telling everybody to fuck those guys, that kind of explains our numbers. But back on track. Tell somebody about the podcast. Friend, family member, coworker, maybe not a coworker if they're in HR. One in five people decide what podcast they should listen to next based on the recommendation of somebody they know. One in five. Losing that would be like losing one of the party of five, like Eldrin. And if we lost Eldrin, then the first phase of this fight would have actually lasted the length that I expected it to, and we would have gone into phase two with a few people at lower hit points. Fucking rangers. So, spread the word. We sincerely appreciate you taking the time to turn people on to our little corner of the actual play universe. That'll do it for this one. Again, thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to our patrons for supporting. Thanks to our guests for Guesting? Yeah, guesting. Sure. Thanks for those dancers dancing and lords a-leaping. This is a thing now that unfortunately probably is going to come back. So that'll do it. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the show.